Welcome back to Movie Trailer Reviews Podcast. Your host, Chris, here with Ro. And we are here to review Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, when a single mom and her two kids arrive in a small town, they begin to discover their connection to the original Ghostbusters and the secret legacy that their grandfather left behind. Um, I mean, the only person I really care that it stars is the, you know, people's sexiest man alive, uh, Paul Rudd. Um, which, I feel like this is both, like, like, the whole thing with Paul Rudd, I feel like it's both, like, a joke, but you also are like, you know what? He's a good guy, so we're gonna roll with it, and we're not gonna say shit about it. You know what? We're yeah, gonna, we're gonna we're, let him have it. We're gonna let him have it. Like, I feel like that's what this is. Like, when I first saw, it, I was like, oh, they're joking. They was like, no, it's real. We're all just like, you know what? Good for him. Good for him. You know what? He deserves this. You know, non problematic white man. That's why you mm-hmm. look. You haven't aged. Okay, cool. We're gonna give it. You know what? I'm glad. I mean, I think Aaron said it best. Uh, I saw it on Facebook, and he's like, "So they're just gonna go pick white people that black folks is cool with riding with. They're mm-hmm. not gonna, you know." I'm like, "Yeah, I, I'll allow it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I will absolutely allow it." Absolutely allow yeah. it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, what do you think of the film? I liked it. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. It would. It had enough nostalgia connection to the original with hat tips. It still felt contemporary. It was fun. It wasn't everything that i had hoped for but it was more than i thought i was going to get and um yeah i i it, it's on my list for best ensemble these kids did a really good job there are big huge holes in this story and it was painfully annoying at points but i overall i laughed um i stayed engaged i i i think the muncher ghost is really super creepy uh but yeah no i i actually was pleasantly surprised same here, because let me be honest here. I don't give a shit about Ghostbusters. I understand it's one of those just sacred like things, and that's why I also like I actually like um uh the one they did with uh what's her name? Um the one they did before that everybody tried to pan and I was like, but that's not a good film. Huh? The one with McKinnon? Yeah. I was like, that's a, also a good one, but like again, because this this cult classics are really hard to continue on because you need to go to go, you need to have a balance. And I think this film does that where you need to be able to balance the nostalgia while also still being able to bring new fans in. It's one of the struggles Star Wars has. It's anything that has a ban- at some point, you know, 15 years from the line, the MCU is going to run into that problem too, right? It's it just right. it just always happens, right? And Ghostbusters Afterlife I think does a great job of balancing in and bringing in by making it the kids that are focused by making it so that you have a young girl being the lead in terms of, in terms of that, it's able to, you know, breathe new life into this while also having all of the nostalgia and all of the, the things you're older, the, the people that just realized that you were 12 when this came out. So shut the fuck up and stop talking about how your childhood is ruined. Right. So it does a good, and not many films can do that. That's why, honestly, like I said, when they were announcing doing this, I was like, I don't give a shit. Who cares? I remember I never saw, I only saw the trailer because they came on TV, but I just really didn't give a shit about it. Even going to this movie, I didn't give a shit about it. I was like, well, we need to review something. So when I watched it, again, pleasantly surprised. It has enough and a good enough balance. Um, like you said, there's holes in the story. Yeah. But again, it does what it needs to do. And it, it's enjoyable enough. It gets in and gets out. Again, another one of those only two hours and four, four, two hours and four minutes. Good. You know, does what it needs to do. You're in and you're out. And um, there's two after credit scenes. And I think all of it sets you up for if they want to continue the franchise, 
while also exploring some new things, they can. So, like I said, it's a good mix and good balance. Um, I was worried they were going to overdo it with the nostalgia. And I think some people might say they do, but I'm like, considering what we've seen before, they actually didn't. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I think some people, what some people are counting as nostalgia are things that have to be in a movie when you mm-hmm. bring in Descendants. So I think there has to be a, a fine line between like what we consider to be nostalgia and what we consider to be hat tips and necessary blocking and world building so you have a connection between one point and the other in the story that uh, you know because i felt like a part of what kind of didn't help people the first time around was they were missing some of the beats and connections to people right mm-hmm. and i think that's better arranged this time by building it around you know egon spangler you know that going in Right. So, yeah. And I I think I think some people get a little really really weirdly attached to anything between 1983 and 1989. I don't know why. I wish they'd stop. Most of those films are not, not if you watch this one again, most of them are not good guys. I need you guys to stop. I need you guys to stop. Seriously, I we've done nostalgia reviews on all of these things. Again, the original Ghostbusters, it's fine. It's but fun. like it's fine. It's fun. Okay. But like when people go, oh yeah, it's like, oh no, you can never t-. like stop, guys, stop. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, like, no. But I think I think the way that they did it, and um, I, it's a better way that they did it in this movie than what they tried to do in Halloween Kills, right? Oh, when they wanted oh, to make a connection oh, to the past. Why you got to bring up? Why you got to bring up old shit? Why you got to? Uh, no, come on now. It's gotta, I mean, gotta, it's gotta, same, same year. It's yeah. it's an, another Was nostalgia. It it's yeah. another movie that's pretending that parts of its franchise didn't happen to kind of revitalize itself. But I think the way they did it in this movie, where they the, like it, it's clearly a time period of people of now. It's it's twenty twenty one in this movie, and uh, the way that they in- incorporated the elements of the eighties, like with the teacher who's like, uh, you know, Paul Rudd plays a teacher in this, and it's <laughs> summer school. There are some very subtle, key, like n- wink and nods to things that were done in '80s movies mm-hmm. with his character, and I think it works. There are also like the connections that you have between how you find out what happened 20 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. I think it works. That's what I mean. I'm not talking about like the storyline and the narrative and the bad dialogue. But the other thing here is the dialogue is pitchy, pith- pithy, and it works because it's Paul Rudd. Um, I think the, the the least favorite character I have in here is the mother. I don't oh, like her. No, no, she was terrible. The mother. This is the worst mother of of all time. Yeah, but she's a bad mother. She's a bad mother. But when you get a little bit, you kind of understand. Nope, sure didn't. Oh well. Phoebe got on my nerves and not in the sense, excuse me, Callie got on my nerves. I liked Phoebe. I think the thing that got me that kind of undid my understanding was how they made her bitterness and upset and pain manifest in her direct relationship with her daughter. That really bothered me. So can I be honest here? Yeah. The reason why it didn't bother me, because that's real. Like that's. I mean, I mean fair. I, I, I get. I get what you're saying. So to me, you're right. You, you're not. To me, you're not supposed to like the mother. 
like I and I think that this is one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's, she's not. I didn't like the mother either, but it, it wasn't because I think the movie did anything wrong. It's like, no, no, actually, that's how. If you th- go, going back to what you were saying before about Paul Rudd's character being eighties, think about a, a a a mother who grows up around that time, who's at around that age. Yeah, they're toxic. Oh yeah, yeah, they're, no, no, no. They're, they're not, they're I, not, they're not, they're I'm not, not saying they shouldn't have done it. I'm right. I'm not saying they shouldn't have done it. I thought it. It bothered me because it made the jokes that she was supposed to handle not okay. play as well. Everything else about it felt really real, mm-hmm. but kind of it threw the balance that was supposed to be developing and existing like between her and Paul Rudd. Some of the more adult adult moments where the jokes were supposed to be happening, some of those didn't kind of sing for me the way when you got to the kids and their connection and what was happening with them. You know what I mean? That's just what I mean. Oh, well, like no, just... no, no. I, so I, that goes to one of my things is I think one of the uh, problems with the film is, um, and we mentioned as it gets in and gets out, I think it's actually, there's another one of those films where it's like, actually you could have spent a little more time. You could have, you could have, you could have been a little more time because there's a lot of setup and a lot of things they do here. Um, with all the kids, you know, like Trevor, you know, uh, Trevor has his own thing going on and things like that. It's just like you don't get a lot of time with any of them. Even you know Paul Rudd's character, he kind of establishes some things as being he's a scientist in his own a seismologist and everything like that. You don't get a lot of that because you kind of hit the ground running at some point and it, and it becomes a, a race to the end because of the the short time frame. And and again, there's something wrong with that. But I think that. What that means is some of those beats you're talking about don't land because it, it feels yeah. off, it feels it feels off. It's like you're like, wait, why are you you can't crack jokes right now because you're you're, you're kind of a bitch and there's a reason for why you're a bitch. But like th- those jokes don't. That's not, yeah, it's just it doesn't it doesn't land because of that, right? It's not. Yeah, we needed yeah. we needed just a little better bit of a little better developed cage, right? And that's what I'm saying. It's like there's enough of like, this. This feels like it's a test kitchen where you don't get a fully developed everybody except for maybe phoebe um which again if you're going to if you're gonna have to do that at least develop that character right which is what they did they made the right decision because we've seen these other films halloween kills where you try to introduce all this other stuff and you don't well you don't even develop your main character because you sideline your main character right (laughs) right i mean it's very clear that the the focal point of this movie is is Phoebe, and it was a great decision because you know the whole discovery of what it means to be a Spangler through mm-hmm. her lens and focus. One was hilarious. The same way you remember Egon being hilarious, only now in a you know a medium sized, really bad dad joke telling. Like what is she twelve? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I wholeheartedly agree. And I think like, I think that really works, but it's, it's clear. It's clear who this movie is about. It's not necessarily clear who this movie is for, but it's clear who this movie is about. Right. Because you're not the only one who's going to this movie going, I don't care, but it's here. And yeah. I think everybody's going to walk out going, you know what? That was fun. That was, I had a good time. Yeah. This might be the actual genuine 100% family film of the year. Yeah, that's not that's not animated, right? Yeah, you think? I I can see that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, why not? I mean, it's like to me, it's like again, I don't hold any special uh, room in my heart for Ghostbusters, and I know, I mean, listen, somebody 
dress up in a Ghostbuster suit for a press screener at, at mine. And I was what? like, really? Yeah, right, right. I had that. I was like, really? Really? Ain't that fucking serious? So, I mean, yeah. like, that's me when it comes to this shit. Like, I don't care enough. But again, I think that when you can get somebody like me who doesn't care to come in and watch this and go like, hey, you know what? That was good. That's a good movie. That, that's, that's what you want. That's, that's good. Because, like, literally, I, I, I don't care. No, seriously. Look, I didn't, I wasn't really that jazzed about it because I was just like, when I saw the beginning of the trailer, I was like, why? And just turned the channel. I didn't even watch the whole trailer. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, I, I was interested a little and then I was like, you know what? None of this looks like it's really gonna. I'm like, I'm I don't really. Let, let, I don't. Let me explain to you how much I don't care. You're talking, and everything you're saying sounds great. I just found out that we got season six of the expansion. I immediately lit up, like, oh shit! Oh, now here's something listen. I want to talk about. I'm like, oh, I listen. I know what I'm doing this weekend. That's how much I don't give a shit about <laughs> Ghostbusters Afterlife. But it was still a good movie, so you should go see it. But like. That's where I'm at with this. I'm still having seen the good movie. I'm still like, yeah, okay, yeah, we're talking about this shit. But oh, the expanse season six is out. Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Gimme, 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 gimme. And Star season? Trek is back. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta catch. Well, shit, I gotta watch season three. Listen, yeah. I got so much stuff that I need to catch up on. I mean, the that like, I don't know where time went and why it decided that we weren't friends anymore. But I'm behind on pretty much everything, so I understand. But that's kind of how I was like. I'm like, if I get to it, I get to it. If I don't, I don't. And then they're like, hey, we're having a screening. I'm like, oh, well, I'm gonna be there. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But I, but I truly, honestly, I think even if you didn't care and you go see this movie. Like, or if you're just even slightly curious, it's not what you think it is. Storyline, it's better. Um, the ensemble cast they put together works really well. And when you do get to see the OGs, it plays. Mm -hmm. They don't overdo it. They don't introduce them too soon. I did get a little upset that like the third act, some of the pieces, set pieces, like you were saying with Paul Rudd's character, um, we don't get those, and that kind of they they kind of slid Paul back is, into. Paul Rudd's actually really good good in this too. And I was like, I wanted more. Of him. I I realized what they were going to end up doing with him, and I was like, ah, oh, damn, they're kind of okay. But like, same. I kind of was and, like, yeah, yeah, it was one of those ah, oh, okay, because there are some times where you're like, okay, again, they do enough, but it's like, oh, you're playing the hits almost too much here, because like I that's one of the ones where I was like, oh, I'm not really too. Like it's like you almost like lean too heavily into that piece there. Yeah, yeah. But, they were um, doing really well, yeah. and then they kind of tipped over. Yeah, into unevenness because in the you, third act. Because I feel like in the third act they felt like, okay, cool. We've been doing all the setup for the new folks. We gotta, you know, we gotta scratch that itch for all the people that want to see certain things and go, oh yeah, I remember that, you know. So and I, and, yeah, and, 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 yeah, and I, I didn't appreciate that. Well, here's the thing, but. I, I didn't like it either, but here's the other thing too, because to me that was the one reason, another one of the reasons why I wasn't enthused about this movie because I knew it was going to happen. I I give it almost a pass because I'm like they were disciplined enough to wait until the third act. Um, and again, I find like this is the trap and the problem that all these films have. You have to find a balance for it, and mm -hmm. while the balance on this could have been better. I feel like they probably did it in the least offensive way that blended. I mean, this is, again, when you think about Star Wars, Star Wars has this problem all the time. Like, how do you, 
I think they're doing a good job when they do this, like in their 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 series, like the Mandalorian things like that. But when the movies, they struggle with that thing. It's like you either get something like episode nine or you get something like episode eight where somebody's going to be upset at you right yeah it's either it's one way or the other this film does a way where it kind of not splits the film in half but like two-thirds of the film is giving enough of those people that want nostalgia enough of what they need while also doing enough to set up folks in a new generation for wanting to watch these films and then the end they kind of blend it all together and again i'm with you like could have done better or I could have just skipped some of the stuff or we could have just kept going. Cause again, I think we're also all the thing of like, you can burn all of it down. I don't give a shit. Like I'm of the, I'm of the episode eight, eight mindset of like, no, nah, your movie sucks. So we can, we can do better type I'm mindset. Like, but I get, I get why it's, it's hard to do that. You know, I get it. I get why it's hard to do that. And so when you look at, at, at this and, and also you think about who was involved and who the director is on this, right? I feel like yeah. there took a lot of like um uh discipline <laughs> to do it the way they did uh and keep it going. So, yeah. Oh, I I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. That's that I mean, they made a movie that has a story that can stand without anyone having seen the original movies. So right. this is not fan service. There's an actual yes. story here. There's continued world building into the future. And then they incorporated all this stuff in. But you you get you get your nostalgia moments. And I am okay again. I agree with the third act being where you got them. I was just invested in the new setup. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I'm ready. Let's dig in. I mean, you know, you got you got all these pieces here. You got all these parts. Let's go. Let them do the thing of discovery. But and that's where some of the story kind of has the holes that start to you're like, well, wait a minute. But would she do that? Mm-hmm. Or why would you go here? And then when you realize to the how they're wrapping up to the conclusion or what the climax of the story is supposed to be, you understand why some of those other avenues didn't get explored earlier in the movie. It's just for me, it was slightly disappoint- disappointing because the stuff was interesting. And that's why I was surprised. I'm like, I'm actually invested in a way that I didn't expect. And I'm going to tell you right now, that little kid named Podcast, I don't know what his real name is, but I need to see him in more stuff because that kid is a mess and he's funny. Logan and, he's Kim, just- and I I find it hilarious that that literally is his name. We never actually get it. I don't think do we, we might have actually got it. But in I, I IMDb, never heard his real name if they in, said in it. In IMDb, his name is Podcast. So I appreciate the I'm, fuck out yeah, of this. Like, I'm name, with it. He's hilarious. Yes, he is. He's great. He's great. He's like a cross between you and Phenom shoved into a small little brown chop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he's he's amazing. He's y'all. Yeah, he's great. He's y'all. He's great. So, um, yeah, <laughs> no, no, I, I find I, I found um, again surpri- uh, surprisingly good. Um, I think, like you said, I think this works for the full range people who don't give a shit. It's just a good movie, a good fun movie to enjoy. Um, People who are t- so tied up that they show up to screeners dressed as a Ghostbuster. It's only for you too. So hey, you know what? Listen, you gonna you gonna have your moments. Have your fun. Sure. Wear your goggles. Sure. It's fine. Sure. Okay. Look, I'm not gonna ruin anybody's joy just because I'm not gonna join them. They they can. I don't know. I become I be, I become that guy now. It's like you're a grinds man. What are you doing? Me? Look, Chris, you already said you're that old guy. Like, not only that, but it's like, you're, I'm a grown-ass man. This is a press screener. So it's not even like this is like, 
Yeah. Like, it's not like, you know, cosplaying. Like, you're going to a press screener. Well, maybe they were somebody's plus one. You're just you're going to a press screener. Like, maybe, maybe they were just, they were guests just, and they were just, just having just, fun. Let's just, it's fine. Listen, listen, listen. Look, just, just I mean, calm, calm, calm I get it. We all. Calm, calm the fuck down. Like, let's, let's, you know. <laughs> I kind of would love to know the thing that kind of would make you show out. I, I, I now I now want to know what what that would Nothing. be. Nothing. I have been. Come on, you guys have seen me go to Endgame and Black Panther, and I didn't dress up for shit. Nothing. I don't dress up for Halloween. I'm that guy. Nothing. I'm not doing that shit. It's just uh, honestly, you want to know the truth of the matter? It's not even about being too old. It's like it just seems like too much work, and I'm comfortable. It does. Like I look at cosplayers and I'm like, God bless you, you guy. That is amazing. But that looks fucking uncomfortable. Like that just does. Yeah, well, wait, no, you're cosplaying, I'm a dedicated audience member when it comes to that. I don't have it you're in You're cosplaying as a as a chestless, uh, a shirtless uh, anime character, and it's thirty below outside. I'm not that dedicated to nothing. No, mm. no. It took you how long to put that? <laughs> that that costume together? You said sixteen hours. How much money? Five hundred dollars. You getting paid for this, right? No, you're not getting paid. For, oh. oh, oh. I understand. I that's that, just not that's your lane. me. That's me. It's just like, oh, wh- wh- what do we get? At, what are you getting out of it? Like, just that just seems like a lot of work to. Joy, joy and happiness, Christopher. That's, Charles, I'm going to change your yeah, name no, to Christopher. No, no, listen, like, I'm sorry. Like, I, there's no joint. I, I guess, I, I just don't under. That to me does not compute in my brain. It just doesn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just doesn't. Like, and there's people that they, they're so hardcore. They, they change. They go to Comic Con for a week and they, they got a different cosplay every day they there. And I'm just like, how much effort go like that seems like work that seems like work and I oh just, no that's a whole job i i look again 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 thank you for your service appreciate it. just saying it just seems like a lot so so no i i would never just no fair enough <laughs> no fair enough i ain't got it in me i don't even tell those kinds of lies no. i'm a I, i'm an ardent uh audience member i may have a bunch of different fandom t-shirts and such but yeah the whole cosplay thing i don't i don't have the discipline but that's another part of the reason why i liked a movie like this you know it's like they tried to have a whole romance here and it's like someone on the set was like no that no they might end up as friends but don't go too far Mm -hmm. and and I feel like it's a delicate balance that they played with this movie because i'm not i don't mm -mm. that would have not been believable so they did a lot of stuff that was believable but me dressing up to go somewhere where it's gonna be cold in a, in a, in an outfit dressed up right. it's gonna be covered by a big ass coat regardless I, 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 so why? Too, I, I think and again this goes back to balancing and i get it because again I'll, I'll always use right now eternals right now as my example because mm-hmm. it's one of the films that was just so fucking long it was an ensemble film. Also, you know what, though? Eternals and Doom. Dune, so I'll put that out there. Uh, these two long films that had a, an ensemble cast, but felt like they had to... It just felt like they went on forever. Well, no, I can't even use Dune, because Dune was the opposite. It's like, you feel like they didn't... There was no soul to the story. So I'm going to keep using the Eternals for this, where I just feel like they had to give you everything and every character in that moment. 
I will say that, well, I wish we had gotten more of Lucky, and I wish we had gotten more of, 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 um, a more, a more focus on Paul Rudd's character and, and things like that. I think they made the right choices in not going too far on those characters that were interesting, and they could have gotten five, ten more minutes in a film, and it would have made the film go over two and a half hours. I think you see here, no, this is where you made the right decision. Yes, I wanted more of those characters. That's always what another movie's for. You know, get in, get out, do what you got to do. And if people will say that they want more, that's your cue to bring those characters back and focus then or do something there. So I, I think that's where, um, again, this film does, does a really good job where, yeah, sure, would love to get more. I mean, you got, you know, Lucky and her dad look like they're the only black people in this goddamn town. So what's their story? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. And we, and we kind of know about, you know, a little bit about Lucky and her dad and a little bit of that. So that's, that's even more of a story I want to know now. It's like, wait, how'd y'all motherfuckers end up here with these white folks? And this shit, like I was like, blink twice if right. you aren't safe. Right. Yeah. Right. No, I mean, I, like they right. if they went like they went small, struggling to still be here. Mm-hmm. Uh, shift of industry town. All of that worked. You know, the weird guy who lives on that property that worked, and that's where it really kind of played in. Where I was like, I love the things that they were doing with Paul Rudd and podcasts and how they were mm-hmm. playing back and forth against each other. And I think people are going to get a kick out of that. So I agree with you. That's why I said this movie was a pleasant surprise. It had a solid story. It's got some interesting forward-looking world building. I did not get nauseated or annoyed with the hat tips. I thought the nostalgia was blended in really well. But yeah, there's a lot of story here that you don't get. And um, But even with its unevenness, I still enjoyed it all the way to the end. And you're right. When you sit here, you're like, I would like to see more. I would like to know what you do with that. That means you should give me another movie. I think there's always, it's always better when you can tell a complete story and your audience says, I would like to see more versus everybody's like, it's too much story. And I just kind of lost interest. I, I, or, or I wish you had told that story over there. Cause the story you did tell me was uninteresting. You know, mm-hmm. which I feel like both of those things kind of blend into the problems that Dune and Eternals had, right? For different mm-hmm. reasons. And you're so, not going to get fatigued in this movie. Exactly. I don't get like, fuck, we still here? <laughs> you know, it's like, listen, it, like overall is good, but oh, we still here? We still talk? You still talking? Huh? Okay. Yeah, wow. Like I watched a movie this morning where for the first time in a long time, I pulled out my phone to see what time it was. Yeah. So, yeah it's not it. Um, all right. Out of 10, what would you give this? This is an eight. Yeah. Same here. Same here. Um, very solid. Again, if this is also, again, there's two after credit scenes. Um, I just love the fact that everybody, you know, Marvel started the whole after credit scene. Everybody's all after credit, but, um, now, say, Ghostbusters has always popped up and done stuff to their credits. True. That's, that's yeah, not valid, true. Valid, 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 valid. There. Don't um, take that from them. Yeah, I will, I will give them that. Um, I will say also, I like the idea of, of also, if you're going to, who the focus is on if they're going to continue this franchise. So, I, I like that across the board for, for, for how they're doing that. So agreed. We'll leave, agreed. We'll, we'll leave, we'll leave that there too. Well-deserved. So, yeah, it's extremely well-deserved. It works. And I, I loved everything about that. And I've been trying to tap dance very far away from the subject altogether. Cause it's all spoilers. Yeah. 
So. All right, folks. Uh, there you guys have it. That is our review for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, there will be several other reviews coming out from us over the next couple of months, uh, both uh, on movie trailer reviews and on premium. So stay tuned for all of those we have coming out. Um, thank you guys very much for listening and being uh, both uh, regular listeners of movie trailer reviews and also premium members. So um, stay tuned for everything we have coming out and um yeah so until next time we are out of here peace